This is part three on the benefits of being a Christian. Welcome to Enemy of Humanity, exploring the incredible science and function behind the world's most influential religion. Tribalism has existed since the dawn of human civilization. However, it's manifested in different ways, especially in modern times. And in this episode, I want to talk about Christianity's tribalism. We already made aware that Christianity has hundreds of denominations. We also know that there are dozens of versions of the Bible as far as translations are concerned. What does this mean? Well, it means that Christianity offers a curated experience that's tied directly to its environment its society, its political base, its culture, allowing followers and believers to have a customized experience, a unique one, indicative to where they live. There's diversity in Christianity. For instance, a church that a Christian might attend in the Northeast, let's say in Boston, would be substantially different than a church they would attend in, let's say, Kansas City there isn't a one-size-fits-all when it comes to Christian culture. And this is a benefit because it allows believers to align themselves and involve themselves with a community of people that's suited for them. It's pliable and it has to be comforting for believers to know that no matter where they move or where they live, they'll be able to kind of associate themselves with a community that share similar interests, similar values. Unfortunately, these options of comfort for believers does expose a large Christian conflict, which at this point should be no surprise because contradiction is an ongoing theme with the religion. Christianity may have diversity within itself, but Christianity's true tribalism, its origin, is actually a scripture that the entire faith is structured around. It's found in the New Testament Gospel, in the book of Matthew chapter 12 verse 30. I'm going to read the verse in two different translations. One is the New Living Translation, the other one is the New International Version. I'll start with the New International Version first. The scripture reads, Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. In the New Living Translation it reads, Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. The weight of this verse cannot be understated. Christianity has leveraged and campaigned this ideal for over a thousand years to the death of hundreds of millions of lives. Now, I'm not going to get into the history of a millennia, but I wanted to highlight how tribalism in Christianity has carved itself out a legacy of violence and death. Furthermore, that Christianity's contradiction is on blatant display for the world to see. On one hand, a gay Christian can find a church and a community preach about love and peace and forgiveness. Yet on the other hand, 
draw a line in the sand, one that pits themselves against anyone else who opposes them. Which really begs the question, what kind of religion is Christianity? Is it one of love and forgiveness and peace? Or is it one of violence, of cruelty, of damnation? The religion has both. There's a dichotomy there, and this is all due to the tribalism it proudly and boldly stands on. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about another quote-unquote benefit of Christianity, the gamification of the faith. Already subscribed to the podcast? Consider becoming a supporter. All contributions directly finances continued development. But if you want to feel even more awesomer, buy my book, Enemy of Humanity, and it's available on every online bookseller.